Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome again to Food for the Journey. And as I always say to you, I hope it really does have some food for you and help you to move closer and closer to God. So this is the first week of Lent. Brothers and sisters, this is a time when we really can look at ourselves. I want to break a habit. I want to change something in my life. This is the time to come before the Lord and to say, Lord, with all my heart, I'm going to follow you as much as I can this year. doesn't mean that you need to do all kinds of pious things, though some pious things are very good. But the most important thing is that your heart is open to Jesus and lead you closer and closer to him. So in this Lent, I'll be praying for all of you that you may grow closer to him or that you might meet him for the first time. Please come close. Now we take a look at the first reading on this Monday of the first week of Lent. Leviticus chapter 19 verses 1 to 2 and 11 to 18. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the whole assembly of the children of Israel and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. God was offering us place to follow after him. But that means something. Time for prayer. Being kind to people getting angry and breaking it off because that anger never helps the situation. Whatever your situation might be, open your heart to him and he will help you. We make mistakes when we're breaking the habit. We don't have to do it perfect right away, but as much as we can, take one thing that's keeping you away from the Lord. Leviticus continues, You shall not steal. You shall not lie or speak falsely to one another. You shall not swear falsely by my name, thus profaning the name of God. I am the Lord. You really harm. You try to harm. We don't really hurt him, but he does so much for us. And we so many times take his name in vain. Please, brothers and sisters, give it up. Break it. You shall not defraud or rob your neighbor. You shall not withhold overnight the wages of your day laborer. You shall not curse the death or put a stumbling block in the front of the blind. But you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. To fear your God means, yes, in a certain sense, we want to do what he wants us to do. That's what's most important. And it takes time to break habits. But just say to the Lord every day, Lord, help me break this habit, that habit, whatever it is. If it takes away from the Lord in any way, please, brothers and sisters, you shall not act dishonestly in rendering judgment. Show neither partiality to the weak nor deference to the mighty, 
but judge your fellow men justly. You shall not go about spreading slander among your kin. You know how much we gossip, don't you? It's got to stop. Nor shall you stand by idly when your neighbor's life is at stake. I am the Lord. He loves us and he wants us to follow in his footsteps. No, we're not a God. Not at all. We're his servants, his children. And he wants us to be with him in heaven. Spiritually, he is our father. Please, brothers and sisters, you shall not bear hatred for your brother in your heart, though you may have to reprove him. He did something wrong, and you have to tell him. But do not incur sin because of him. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against your fellow countrymen. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. My goodness, you could use that for a Lent for a whole year, each year, right in this reading. That is from Leviticus chapter 19, verses 1 to 2 and 11 to 18. And now we take a look at Psalm 19. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. If we do what God wants us to do, we draw closer to him. He draws closer to us to lead us. It doesn't mean he shoved you away. But when you draw closer to him and tell him, Lord, I want you to do what you want me to do. And I, I don't know what that is. But I just say that to the Lord. And somewhere in the day, I see, well, this is something that God wants of me. It's not every day, but many days. Please, brothers and sisters, open your heart to following him. Because it will change your life. Psalm 19 says, Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. When you open yourself to God's word, the Holy Spirit can wake through you. And you can't figure it out. But you could just find, maybe a month from now, you say a sentence and you say, where did I get that from? And you think about it. It might have been from the Lord. It might have been from a friend of yours too. But it is from the Lord. And now we take a look at Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. That means to reverence. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. Let the words of my mouth and the thought of my heart find favor before you. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer, your words, Lord, are spirit and life. Remember, read some part of scripture every day. Now we look at the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. So keep with me on this. Jesus said to his disciples, 
when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty or give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? But did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me, because God is in each of us. Then he will say to those on the left, depart from me, you are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill, and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison? and not minister to your needs. And he will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Brothers and sisters, God is right here with us. Just think of that. Whoever else you have with you, he loves you. He wants to follow you. Look for people on the street who are begging for food or help. Jesus is waiting for you in these people. My goodness, brothers and sisters, I remember one day, as I think I've told you before, one day I was walking through town and there was a kind of a little congregation of people trying to get across the street And I kind of went through the past and turned around to see how I could maneuver myself to get across. And then I saw that there was a man standing there, not badly dressed. And he just said, please, please. And brothers and sisters, I looked at him straight in the eye. And I saw a man who really did. He said, just one dollar. He said, I can get something to drink. That's all. Now, you can say, oh, that was somebody who wanted this or that. It wasn't in this case. He really needed something. And I gave it to him. I said to him, here, 
take this, hold it, use it for what you need. And he said, he just looked at me, and he was dressed nicely. He was not you know, so poor, but he really had a need to get in touch with someone, and it was a serious situation. And I gave him the money, and he said, I think you may have changed my life, and in fact, you saved my life. And I I just stood there for a moment and looked at him, and he turned around with tears coming down his face, and he said, thank you, thank you for what you've done. Now, I don't know who that was. I've never seen him again. Think of that. Yet Jesus was there. Jesus was there. Let's not make judgments on people who are begging. Don't say they will use the money for drunks or alcohol. I wanted to say to you something that I think is important in this area. Cardinal Sarah said, I would rather be robbed than lack charity. Think of that. Cardinal Sarah said that. I would rather be robbed than lack charity. Cardinal Sarah said, I would rather be robbed than lack charity. Think of that. He loves you. May God abundantly bless you and lead you closer to him. Mercy is at the heart and the center of God's love for us. To help you encounter God's mercy, I want to offer you a free copy of my booklet, Captured by Mercy. To request your copy, call 1-800-282-4789 or go to our website, renewalministries.net slash ffj.